Hey guys, hope everybody's having an awesome weekend so far. And I'm just thankful it feels like the weekend because all the days seem to kind of blur together. <laughs> and um, yeah. Johnny and I started our day with a long walk. It, it's beautiful weather here, so that felt really good to get out. Um, so, Johnny, if you want to just briefly um, start by picking up where we left off yesterday, I know someone had asked a question about chapter five in your new book, End of the World as We Know It. Um, I keep forgetting the second part of that title, something about prophetic perspective as we enter the new era, something yeah. like that. And they asked the question um, specifically when you said um, it's going to be like nothing we've even imagined. Yeah, it's not just going to be better than you think. It's going to be better than you imagined. And so they were hoping you would just speak a little more into that. And then I know you have something else you wanted to just talk about in terms of current events. And yeah. then we'll have um, our communion together. Yeah, and I... Uh, thinking and praying through it, I may not say a whole lot more than yesterday on it. You know, obviously there's a biblical, uh, a very popular biblical scripture on he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you would ask or think. And so beyond what you can think, that's a general thing. And to him who believes all things are possible and to him who believes has faith, nothing will be impossible. And if you have faith, there's it's like general principles of nothing's impossible the see the ceiling the glass ceiling the brass ceiling is not there and but it's at a whole nother level besides the general principle because there are such there's some core uh, bondages that are being broken just like the children of Israel leaving the land of Egypt there was limited they could they didn't have the Bible the way we do but they could while being under bondage here all things are possible, and, and but it was in a way uh, restricted, and then all of a sudden it was a whole nother level of possibility after, we'll say, the deliverance. I believe we're in a rescue operation from heaven and a deliverance, and so I think, uh, I, I think a, a landslide tsunami, what's the word we want to use, of, of cures for diseases are going to be... Uh, known made known a bunch of them just that have been uh, suppressed will be one of them and then uh, I, I literally think there's just not going to be a disease on the planet that doesn't have uh, a solution for it that God is going to um, give answer for that we know he can release the next level of healing uh, presence and power and that can be uh, part of it as well and um, but you know just like we found years and years ago that Hey, stop drinking dirty water and you'll stop getting sick. So if you just did that, you didn't have to have the, the, the prayer. So there's a combination of both. But I think AI is bringing uh, artificial intelligence. There's a way it could really, really be used in a, in a bad way, in a wrong way. But um, there's a way it can really be used towards um, amazing things um, moving forward. And... Again, I, I don't feel to uh, go down that because that's even things I can imagine and think. And the main thing the Lord wants is for everyone who's in whatever, um, whatever's your area of uh, passion, direction, call, 
You have to think of it now out of the box. You have to think of it with no restriction. You have to think of it um, uh, no longer with a disclaimer as well, except we're going to get knocked out because these controllers are in place. And, you know, that that, that limited type thinking has to be uh, eliminated. So that's, I think, um, though I could speak another 30, 45 minutes on, on things just I've seen, that it's best just to um, leave it at, at that. It's better than you imagined um, what, what could, uh, what is straight before us. And people of faith will find the better than you can imagine um, quicker than anybody else. So I will what, say that in your Renaissance book, yeah. when you get into the, the seven chapters yeah. on the seven areas of culture, you really break down and and go into kind of dreaming with God into very specific areas and issues in each area of culture. And, and you leave that book just feeling so excited and hopeful about each area of culture and the ways that it can begin to receive more and more of the kingdom of God and the, his better ways of doing things. So if you're really curious about that and you want to delve deeper, that's a good place to delve deeper. And I agree, Elizabeth, because it's really, it's specific per mountain. It's what would a new education system look like, um, new economy, new everything. And then and you didn't of, pretend to like give the whole picture no. on any of it. You just like dabbled in a few areas in each mountain. Yeah, just they're just uh, sn prophetic snapshots into the future. And saying that by the year 2050, that I, I, I felt like the Lord said well, there would be 50 nations, at least 50 nations that uh, primarily operated to the light of the sons of God. You're talking about better than you can imagine. What is that even? Uh, you have to just start a whole dreaming in that in that direction because that's not anything that's ever existed on the planet. And uh, what would that look like? How do we get there? All that. It just allows for a lot of um, excited dreaming. Yeah. But, you know, something I want to tell you, I'm going to try to put it in, I think I'm going to try to put it on my Facebook today in some kind of way. But I just sent some um, raw data as it relates to things to do with the COVID-19 that they really just so speak for themselves. And it's amazing the the, the attempt to suppress truth about cures, about the overreaction to the COVID-19 um, it's such an agenda. I'm hearing from so many, many of you, probably most of you've experienced trying to put links to doctors telling another perspective to uh, um, any report that doesn't um, fall 100% in line with what's trying to be pushed by the globalist is being uh, censored, deleted. And, and, and so I, I'm trying to, I'm going to try to put my stuff there in a different way but here it is I think it's quite encouraging this um, the report comes just so you know it's going to be from it's through April 16 so we're just talking a few days ago and it's from the Italian National Health Institute signed on by uh, maybe scores of doctors that were part of it and it's and it's their attempt to help the world they they offer no conclusions from it so it there's no um, no agenda either way from the release. It's just a lot, a lot of data. I'm not going to give you all of it, but I'm going to give you the stuff that's most relevant and you can figure out, put two and two together. And it's, it's definitely, um, 
something that uh, needs to get out. Hopefully it will, since I just got, it was just sent to me yesterday. It must mean it's on its way, trying to get out, being suppressed in, in different ways. And so here's the deal. So the Italian, Italian National Health Institute, um, tell me when I've done about five minutes, Elizabeth, I don't want to go too far. But um, <laughs> um, it... It, um, it's a study based on the 19,996, almost 20,000 deaths in Italy. And you're like, wow, that showed a positive test for the COVID-19. So uh, that, that's, that's how it's being listed, 19,996 deaths that showed positive tests for the COVID-19. First of all, the average age for the median age is what it's the term they use, kind of average, but you know, median's a little different. Median age for the 19,996, get this number, 79. Okay, now we're not saying right up front that 79, well, does that mean, okay, it's attacking our elderly people? Let's follow up some more. Um, of the 79, 3.3% um, had suffered no underlying health conditions, 3.3. In other words, 97% had an underlying, 97% an underlying condition. 61% uh, of them had three or more chronic diseases, three or more. 82% of the deceased that was aged at least 79 had two or more chronic diseases. And number one by far, it's like 50% of the total were cardiovascular in some way, heart disease, um, and then like 20%, there's diabetes, respiratory problems, cancer. Um, and so it was like, this is a, a flu. This was the last trigger for somebody with deteriorating health and old age. And Lombardia, the Lombardy area of Italy, they almost, they experienced almost 60% of the deaths and kind of year in and year out, um, they seem to be number one in death. There's an older uh, group there. And, and there's a lot of smokers there is, a, is another uh, dynamic. So um, this is just interesting other uh, data. Uh, women are 35%, are men are 65%. It's almost double the death rate among men. Um, the average woman that dies is 83. Average man, 79. And the average number of, disease, of diseases per person deceased, the average, mean number of diseases per person that, di that died of the total of 19,000, of 20,000 people, we'll say, 3.3. The average person had 3.3 diseases. And on their death chart, it goes, died of COVID-19. 3.6% um, of the total had no previous known diseases. That means only 3.6. No known. That just means no diagnosed doesn't even mean they didn't have disease. It was just no previously known. So that's just interesting. So last two things on it, not to fill you with too much uh, uh, data, is that 1.1%, um, okay, 1.1% of the deceased were 50 years old or less. And um, that means 217 people out of the 19,996 were under 50. Of those, um, let's see where I have that. 
most of those had other serious underlying conditions. We'll go to the, um, of those under 40 years of age um, who passed away, and there was a total of 49 people out of the 19,996 that died in Italy, 49 of them were under 40 years, 40 years old. And 35 of the 49 had serious, not just pre-existing conditions, had serious pre-existing conditions. And um, so that data speaks loudly all on, on its own. Um, and I don't think I have to say it, but just two more. It, it, this study was also referring to an Oxford University researcher, uh, research that just came out that showed for the UK one in one in 1,000 of those who tested positive for COVID needed hospitalization. One in 1,000 if they tested actually needed it. And the fatality rate in the UK is, listen to this, 0.002. This is now updated, fresh. This is raw data, not anecdotal. Well, I see people and there's masks and there's a hospital and look and there's, it, this is not picking the worst uh, any place. We know there's some deaths, but the fatality rate 0.002, which is far, far lower than the seasonal flu by their own example. And they had an extensive report in Iceland, the same thing. So it's just, uh, why is this being squelched? And this, th these reports are minus without any acknowledgement of using the HCQ, the hydroxychloroquine. Uh, um, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, that I can pronounce right. I just call it HCQ. <laughs> that is being used in a very effective way. And, and they keep talking about people in their 80s and 90s, um, advanced severe uh, COVID-19. And so there's, you know, there is a sinister agenda uh, behind all of this that just cannot, I just, at some point, raw data speaks louder than whatever pictures you have of a hospital and how many people are carried out and going to uh, uh, funerals and caskets and, and, and things like that. Yes, uh, Italy, huge, 19,996. But then when I broke it down the way I, I did, you see it is saying something entirely different when you know the average person has 3.3 other chronic uh, diseases as well. And anyway, you, you got it. So. I, re I read a study today. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but um, it was of a, a major American city and they just randomly tested 200 people on the street who were out and about. Um, and like at least a third of them were walking around with COVID-19 if the test was accurate. I thought you told me six. Oh, it was 60 of 200, not 60 of 100. Yeah. Okay. And... Anyway, it was a large percentage, and they weren't sick, nothing that they were aware of, you know, that would have kept them home. So I think, I don't know, I just think that it's been around longer than we've been in quarantine, and that more people have had it, and it's been being passed around even, just slowly, but even in our smaller gatherings and families and all, um, I just... Yeah. I, I Obviously, there's something sinister about it there's got to be something 
bigger picture that um, is being allowed to take place yeah. that is hopefully going to have made all of this terrible um, economic repercussions somehow have been worth it. Yeah. And, and I think we will find that out. I think it's been, it's, uh, we'll say convenient and it's being utilized by, we will find that out by the Trump administration, by people cleaning up stuff. They've been using it for um, other purposes. But yeah, the, even the study that came out is like, if they had allowed, like the kids, they should be in a school, they could have developed, that generation would have already had herd immunity if they would have just allowed them um, to be exposed. That's what they usually uh, count on. And so it's just, um, you know, we, we it, it can help. If you were affected by personal fear of the virus, it essentially the study came out and said if you have, even if you're over 80, if you had a decent immune system, um, it, they saw like no, it's, it's not like keep it away from old people. It's old people who have 3.3 other diseases. Again, they can't even say that the COVID caused it. It's just that they had it when they died. Um, and so this is, you know, if any of you are older and have fear about this, this thing is, is 0.002% and it's much less than even the, the common flu. And yet we know it attacks some lungs in a severe way. And at that point, we now know it's not just a viral pneumonia. It's where you need oxygenation of your blood and that HCQ is very helpful for it. So all that we're just telling you that is not really a spiritual observation or prophetic in any way. It's kind of citizen journalism. And um, <laughs> as a reformer, these things matter. The part that is prophetic is, wow, truth is trying to be subverted uh, in a major way. And we not we need not to let it bring us fear or lockdown. And to the degree you can get, you have authority or uh, in any city or state that you're in to um, advance with true data, um, I think there's going to be an increasing demand. The, the, the populace of the United States very restless about being locked down. And as, as, uh, as the, uh, the release um, happens city by state by state, city by city, the more other people see other people being released, they're going to like demand. Yeah. Uh, and when, know. when it's time to don't, don't head out with fear, you know, no, no, no. it's, there's, there's no reason to fear even, even if there is a flu virus. I mean, listen, our, our days are in his hands. There's so many ways that we can all die if we really thought about it we just stay paralyzed in fear all the time and and think of all the things he's already saved us from if you've lived any amount of time at all you know you might even be aware of times that he's literally spared your life and um when it's our time there's it's we want to go so we can trust him we can but even what she just said almost made it sound like it's more risky and serious than it is. I had a uh, some other company study that said, essentially, uh, if you're in New York, which is the worst place, that driving four hours in New York traffic was more dangerous for your life 
than even you, now than with, you getting yeah. the COVID nineteen perspective. I wasn't I, trying to say to be afraid of it. I'm just no, trying no, no. to say there's other flus out there too that kill people. There's other <laughs> like we could find all kinds of things to shut ourselves down with, yeah. and we we have to move forward in confidence that he holds us and holds our days in his hands and. Um, I, the way I deal with fear a lot is just to go to the worst case scenario and embrace yeah. it. So I'm like, the worst case scenario is oh, yeah. anything could happen at any time. So I'm going to live like he's got me. And yeah, that's right. You know, so, and I'm also lean, I lean more towards trusting Trump in this and that if I just feel like God is giving him extraordinary wisdom right now and he knows too, more yeah. information than yeah. he's letting Let on little, yeah. and or at least being fed information when when he needs it and if he's appearing at times to be a part of covering something up then I feel like you know I hope I'm not being naive but I I do feel like God is um doing something bigger so we need to get our economy going, but we also don't want to get ahead of what God might be doing behind the scenes. So, no. Again, this is just us having a conversation. This is not us trying to tell you what to do or tell you this is what God's saying. Um, no. We're just letting you in on some of our processing. But it's related to it all. Yeah, and those are excellent um, data that you provided. Yeah. That's you're you're That's, a numbers guy, and I appreciate that. Well, it's extensive. It's very yeah. it's extensive. It's not one hospital. It's not anecdotal, and it's it's with taking into consideration nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety six deaths, and um, out of that, you know, I I still believe that it was bioengineered, and they've already said it. They that got proven. That was a word I released five six weeks ago, I guess, and now it um, it is clearly. Has been proven that it's that, and it's very possible that it escaped before they want, got as bad as they wanted. We're not sure if it escaped, planted. It really seems like it was uh, planted and intended to do something different. It's very possible the prayers of the saints have already made it weakened. And then I did see this thing where a roar from heaven just blows the whole thing up. So, uh, agenda and all. And so that's what we're going to take communion to right now is the roar of the Lamb over our lives, over our economies, over our health, over this thing, this global thing, we are going to go into uh, acceleration and we're crossing over. There is a new reality. This is not the new. Uh, there are some things that never need to, you know, never going to be the same, uh, but not in a bad, bad way. There is, this is like the children of Israel going through the Red Sea. And I had a couple very significant visions, but they're on my uh, uh Facebook page from yesterday, I recommend you see them. That would take too much time. We already took a lot of time here. So we're going. If you have your pieces, uh, the, the, that which represents the um, the body of Jesus. Here, let's get some bread there. And um, oh, let's, there we go. Lord, we just thank you for who you are and you are greater than every lie. You're greater than the COVID-19 ever was or thought to be, even if it was as bad as they were trying to say it was. And you're bigger than the agenda, the weaponized attempt to use this. And you're not just bigger, but you're showing your bigness. You're showing your greatness. And we believe we are in, in the days of, of seeing the goodness of God uh, in the land of the living as never before. And we thank you for your body that was broken for us. And we take this that represents 
uh, that remembers that for our own good, for the good of our nation, even right now. Lord, the cup, we take the cup that represents your blood again. We thank you for the completeness of your redemption. You don't just redeem things for the future. You're redeeming things now. You're still Emmanuel. You're still Redeemer. And you cover both bases, future, present. Past, present, future. Past sins covered, present, future we thank you for the completeness of your blood mm -hmm. and we take this cup now thank you lord lord let your presence be released among us all those listening in right now let them feel strengthened encouraged fortified by the blood of the lamb Lord, we just thank you that it's going to affect the word of our testimony moving forward. To be touched by the blood of the Lamb affects the word of our testimony. And the word of our testimony is mighty, mighty in destroying even front lines of the enemies. Thank you, Lord. Yes. In Jesus' name. All right, Elizabeth, I think you Amen. have some stuff you're also wanting to well, share. If we didn't I take think... that, maybe we took too long, might be moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's fine. That'll be good moving forward the next day or a few days but tell them. yeah I have um just uh something that I want to start delving into over the course of several days with you guys related to the Holy Spirit and who the Holy Spirit is as wisdom personified and our relationship with wisdom um there's something about the fear of the Lord sweeping our nations and mm there's a need for it and I think that it's coming and and the Lord's just been speaking to me about how that connects um, to a relationship with Holy Spirit and conviction and so a while back I did a, a deep dive into all of that and studied into some key wisdom scriptures so um, maybe starting tomorrow or Monday I'll start breaking that down a little bit in in our times together and Johnny and I can discuss it together as well. So rather than um, open that up right now, we'll just end it here. Let me just check our chats and see if there's anything I need to address. Um, yeah, we're agreeing for declaring God's truth is on the move and will not be stopped. Amen, we decree and declare that together. And we uh, ask for wisdom for our president and for his team, those that are working that we know of and those that are more hidden. Um, and, and we do pray. We pray, Father, for um, the elderly in our nations that are um, more vulnerable because their immune systems are lower as they age, as we age. And we just bless them with supernatural immunity. We ask God, we, we just say to you that we recognize that we need, as a generation, we need the older people in our lives. We need their voices. We need their experience. We need um, them to receive the fruit of, of 
ways that they have paid the price for us to to step into all that we're about to step into and we want them to see it um, with their own eyes in the land of the living God and so we pray for our elderly that you would surround them that you would supernaturally protect them that you would bolster their immune systems God would you give us all um, even those that they're saying if it's accurate that that um, African Americans are more, more vulnerable because of underlying health conditions. God, I just ask for all of us to begin having an appetite to understand our immune systems, and they're beautiful, they're perfect the way you created them. How do we partner with you in keeping our immune system strong and preferring that over over things that give us a temporary satisfaction for cravings and and all that give us an appetite for those things that are good for us and and put the information you say that we perish for lack of knowledge give us knowledge and understanding of our bodies and of how nutrition works with our bodies to to easily um deal with with viruses that take some people out and um we just ask God that you would also give us more understanding of how um, fear and stress and the things that we just settle for in our lives mentally and emotionally and spiritually, how those things affect our immune system. We ask that you would make us a generation and the generations that come after this um, more holistic in our in our understanding and our walking out of our mental, physical, spiritual health. And um, thank you for the access to the things you've already given us. And we ask that you'd help us to be good stewards over that information. And that those that have wisdom and understanding in those areas would have more and more of a voice that would not be squelched. And give them anointing to help all of our different communities um, have access to this truth. And have access to clean food and clean water and the things that you created our bodies to run for a lot longer on than, than our bodies are running on. So we thank you for these things. We thank you for this weekend, and we ask that we would just each um, leave this weekend with more of you, more, more knowledge of who you are and your heart towards us, and help us to spend our time um, looking at things, investigating things, and doing things that um, will produce fruit and that will posture us for where you're taking us. We love you, Lord, and Jesus', Jesus name. Amen. Aw, we love you guys. Thank yeah. you, Cassandra. She says, you guys are gems. <laughs> well, thank you. That thank means you. a lot. Thank you. Hey, and anybody who wants to pray, um, I've thought about starting a little intercession team for our daughter justice um she's getting closer to the pageant the miss usa pageant we still don't know exactly when or where um or if they're going to open up the competition to just be televised or have a real audience or not i mean it's going to be televised either way but she just um found out it's probably going to be end of august and so where she is with her preparations right now is they um the, the usa or miss usa organization gives all the girls um, an assignment to do a, like a video montage and a video interview where they're sending in tons of video footage of themselves to the organization and they start judging the girls 
you know, early on, they're, they're, the judges begin looking over all of their videos that they send in. And her heart's desire is to just be true to herself and be authentic. And, you know, I mean, think about it. How hard is it to look at yourself on film over and over and over again? Even these gorgeous young girls have a hard time with that. And so a lot of it is a mental game and um, just keeping her head in the right place and, and, doing her best without an agenda, you know, just serving in this way. And one of the things I've loved watching about Justice is she has really made the most of this time by building relationships with the other girls. And she's found many of the other title holders for different states are also believers. And she's just really connected with them and loved on them and sent them notes of encouragement and, um, just being her normal, awesome self. So um, just as the Holy Spirit leads you, pray for her. And um, Doug is asking, is Justice considering Miss World also? So the Miss USA pageant system, um, there's two different systems, Miss USA and Miss America. Um, the Miss USA pageant system goes, which is one she's in, goes to um, Miss Universe. So if she were to win Miss USA, then she would immediately start training to compete in the Miss Universe pageant, um, which is also televised. Maybe some of you saw it a few months ago. Anyway, enough about that. Love you guys. Have an awesome rest of your day, and we will be with you tomorrow. Yes.